Sidestep Podcast. It's been a while. This is your host, DJ Turn Up. Got my crew back here, Brandon Random. What up, though? And Champagne Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, guys? Hey, look, man, during this COVID stuff, huh? Let's talk about that, what y'all been doing. It's been a while since we've been together in this studio. Uh, Actually, a whole lot of nothing, really. Uh, playing a lot of video games, uh, I have to say. Yeah, I'm trying to be creative, find stuff to do with my two-year-old daughter while everything was shut down, so, you know. And then, of course, listening to music when I can. Yeah, I'm telling you, my kids just... Eh. What they find the most creative is to go in each room, just find something and just throw it and just, you know, take it off the wall, take it, I mean, and just chuck it somewhere and leave it on the floor. Then they want to step on it and then cry that it hurt their feet. (laughs) You know, it's like, come on, man. uh, (laughs) The joys of parenting. Yeah. I'm lucky enough my kids are old enough now to where they don't do that. I can just tell them to go play a video game and I do the same. (laughs) Yeah, you're just rubbing it in now, man. You're done. We're done with this conversation. (laughs) Now, I've been listening to a lot of music. I mean, there's not much uh, you can do. You haven't been going to breweries and concerts, live music, none of that. I mean, everything's just been been stagnant. But what is fun, though, what the music industry is doing is a lot of these live stream concerts. Now, look, I know it doesn't take the place of going there and, you know, just being part of the environment, vibing with everybody. But some of the live streams have been great. And, um... So, have you guys checked any of them out? Lollapalooza I, just did one. I haven't. I know you've checked out a lot of Zooms or Zoom Zoo stuff. Club Zoom. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's just a bunch of his fans vibing together, you know, in a chat room and watching a production that he had um, pre-recorded. So right. he kind of goes all in. So it's been a lot of fun. I like the idea. I mean, it is awesome to just keep the fans still like engaged and everything like that. I think it's going to be, I don't want to say a new norm, man. Let's just cut that out. But it. I think it's going to be an added element to um, live music Absolutely. moving forward. It should be. You yeah. know, maybe you can charge $10 for a live stream. You can watch from home because right. you can't to get join, to, to join Joshua the, Tree the to party watch or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the pandemic in a lot of ways has, like, opened up the doors for different ways for artists to, you know, connect with their listeners. So. I agree with you. I think we are going to see more of that, even though that's not necessarily necessarily what we want to see, because obviously, you know, you want to go to a concert. But, you know, these DJs doing rooftop, uh, you know, shows and stuff. I mean, it, it's still pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the music industry has for us, uh, all of our fans and and these artists and how creative they'll be moving forward. So speaking of moving forward, man, shame, yeah. champagne, shame. <laughs> you know, it's funny because um, when I put together the three songs that we do for the shows, I just kind of go off of feel. It's not something I plan or, you know, I don't look at bios and all. I just kind of go off of like what I feel will be good for the episode. And it just so happens that two of the three artists I have that I'll be doing today are from Canada. So my ear I've noticed has been going to that, that can Canadian scene lately. Are we talking Toronto Um, here? Um, yes, we are, specifically actually. went right to Toronto again. <clears throat> yes, they're, they're doing big things up there again, you know, well, at least one of them Have is Toronto. Been. They're not both Toronto, but it's still okay. Canada. Um, so the first artist, it's, uh, his name's Gil, B- actually, I shouldn't say he, it's, it's a duo. It's Gil Bondi. Um, the song is called 12 days. Uh, so Canadian indie pop duo out of Toronto, Kenny. Um, it's Hayden Stewart and I hope I say this guy's name right. Bernard sing uh they met on the waters of lake huron 
up in uh, Canada there. Became best friends uh. when they were kids, right? Check it out. They lost touch during their college years, kind of like we did, DJ Turn Up, except it was high school years. Linked back up seven years after college. Um, they realized they both actually had moved back home to the original city. Um, kind of met up, no expectations, and then realized that they had some creative energy together. We're like, yo, let's let's do this. Let's try and make some moves here. So um, they plan to collaborate, and within months, um, they moved into the same apartment together and just started making cuts and been kind of doing Damn. their thing since. Sounds like fate. It's just pretty cool, you know, the fact that they were friends, <clears throat> lost touch, and now they're kind of back at it again, and they're doing big things. I really like this song. This song is definitely a sidestep for me. Um, you know, I stay in my box of, like, EDM and everything, but it's just super catchy. I enjoy the harmonics of it. Uh, I hope you guys do as well. So the song is 12 Days, and it's by Gil Bunch. Yeah. 
12 Days by Gil Bondi. Um, again, that's a sidestep for me, but I really like it. It's um, it's different than what I normally listen to. It's really catchy. Uh, nice, easy listen. Um, yeah. Uh, what did you guys think of it? All right. So immediately, right off the bat, the way he was singing gave me the Cure feels. So the Cure okay. Okay. Uh, from the 80s. It, just the way he holds his voice back. Kind of like that. It just felt like he was just like, you know, had his diaphragm all tucked in like this. Uh, like, I was yeah. trying to figure that out too, like who it was, because it did sound familiar. Oh, yeah. I, I, the, the Cure definitely uh, gave me those vibes. I mean, um, I enjoyed the song. It was very uh, simple and subtle. I love the live drum aspect of it, because you could have easily programmed that in. You know, programming drums is so simple, but it sounded like he actually yeah. brought somebody in there to play some drums behind his vocals. And I can appreciate that. I was going to point that out as well. Oh, I love it. I, anytime you can bring a live drum into an element, whether it's hip hop, um, EDM scene, I, I just greatly prefer that. And it wasn't crazy percussions, you know? It was it was right. simple. And the scent that was involved in the track just created the atmosphere for it. And I, that, I wrote that down man, too, look, man. Because I'm just stealing Brandon Brandon's thunder. Background sense. <laughs> you look over my shoulder, man, like, yeah. you know, test back that, in high school. Yeah, that's why I'm piggybacking now, because I don't want to just repeat what you just said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you and I, so I was talking to Suzanne last night, talking about how um, Joe Realist, when he's here and we, we dissect these songs, Joe Realist and Champagne Shane have, they look at it the same way. And Brandon, Brandon, and DJ Turner, myself, we look at it from a producer's standpoint. Mm-hmm. We, we're like behind the boards, and and um, Joe and Shane, they're right out in front, right in front of it, yeah. not really worrying about the back stuff. They're just hitting the lyrics hard right. and making it sound right and the way it flows and their cadence and everything. So it's it's so unique when we're all kind of <laughs> together and we talk about stuff because it, it, that's it, a great way to put it because I would agree. It's exactly yeah. <laughs> Look, we brought up the same uh, we thing. Had, we like, wrote down the same I, notes same and stuff. we weren't even Look, looking. <laughs> um, but other than that, so what genre is this guy? Or so this duo? Yeah, so they're considered alternative. Alternative, okay. Yeah. I can give that. I mean, I guess with the live drum aspect, yeah. you know. Yeah, I can I, hear it. I, I can feel that. And I did browse their, their catalog a little bit, and it is a sidestep for me, their sound, but I would encourage others to check them out because just because I don't necessarily, you know, go out of my way to listen to them right. it doesn't mean others won't you yeah know? so i encourage people to check them out for sure okay um so yeah as promised uh another canadian duo these guys are actually so it's dj producers they're actually brothers which is i thought was pretty cool they've been on the scene since 2013 their names are chris and alex andre um they uh like i said have been on the scene since 2013 they had their first number one club track of the year in 2013 it was called tsunami um and it, the cool thing about that track was that it was uh, popular at festivals um, up in Canada and other areas um, for several months before it was actually revealed who the producers of the track were. Um, so then they came on the scene uh, after that and people were like, oh, wow, now we got to check these guys out. Um, they've had a total of five number ones in 10 different countries. So they have a, a big following worldwide. Um, the name of the group is DVBBS, and um, yeah, I just there's this is kind of in my like my wheelhouse in terms of just the the sound. Now this particular track's a little bit different than what they normally do, uh, but I'm really excited to present the song. So the name of the song is Cozy, and the band is DVBBS. Fight this feeling 
That was Cozy by DVBBS. Uh, the lyrics uh, were provided by Cisco Adler on that one. Dude killed it on that track. Um, yeah, that is like one of my favorite tracks right now, especially because, you know, it's summertime. That has such a major summertime feel to it. DJ Turn Up, you know I'm the king of atmosphere when I listen to my tunes. So, um, yeah, I just love that track. Everything about it, thoughts. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it's definitely like a, a easy bounce kind of track. Um, I really loved it a lot. As soon as you mentioned the artist name, I knew I knew it sounded familiar to me, and I went through my library and I found a couple tracks that I had from them that I really liked. Uh, one of them was called "Need You," and the other one is "I D W K." But it's definitely a good like party track. It's um, definitely like vibey, like like. I don't know, a little bit of like a disco-y sort of to it. Um, just the, like the flow of the track. And then there was a couple like little hints of like a, um, 
like a reggae kind of um, lyric flow. Yeah. In in certain parts yeah. where they like sprinkled it in. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know much about Cisco Adler, but I I think he killed this track. His cadence matches the beat and the vibe harmoniously. I, I want to say like the groove in the production of the song is very reminiscent of the twin brothers from Australia. Cosmos Midnight, we brought them on the show in absolutely. the first episode. Yeah, absolutely. I just feel like that groove and everything. Did you did you say these are related? These to uh, the members of this, this yes. group, yes, the yep. brothers, brothers, right? Yeah, see, yep, here we go, man. Maybe there's something to that, right? You know, um, so it is funny that it br- this production brings me back to twin brothers from Australia. That yeah. this happens to be a brother duo. That's Look, man, that's the Cosmos talking, not Cosmos Midnight here, but the Cosmos, man. They're out there trying to set, tell me something. Right. But another thing about the DV BBS uh, duo, Shane, you you bring me, uh, you brought to my attention Black Bear. They have a track. Did you you just mention that the I don't want to know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. were just playing that too even before this. Great. He track. did that with Black Bear. Yeah. Great so track. And that's your boy too. Uh huh. Um. So maybe that's for yeah, another the production episode. Production is like flawless. Oh, man, this is. Such a groove. Uh, and this came out, what, 2017 or something? Either way, this track is fly. Summertime feels all Add it around. to your play, uh, party playlist. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, Download it already. Yeah. It's in two playlists. I just <laughs> added it. So I'm glad we're good you guys here. liked it. Very cool, very cool. Um, what do you got next? So my third one, final one for the day, is uh, Midnight Kids. Um, these guys are American producer duo. I do all duos today for me, which is interesting. Um, their names are Kyle Gerard and... Dylan Lee and Dylan Lee is actually the son of Motley Crue's drummer Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson is his mom so I thought that was kind of interesting wow. are they still together no yeah I don't follow <laughs> um, no. No. I don't follow current events so much that's pretty cool yeah but I thought that was a cool little fact because when I found them and listened I had no idea so I thought that was a cool little tidbit to share uh, their influences um, and you'll hear like a little bit of it uh, and their music in the track I'm going to show you are uh, Daft Punk, who we all love, uh, Skrillex, um, Steve Aoki, and uh, Benny Benazi. So they, th- these are the kind of sounds that, you know, they kind of, you know, emulate emulate, and, you know, helped kind of motivate them to want to do their own thing. Um, so they just started making cuts um, in 2017. So uh, one of the things that kind of got them up and popular was they did a lot of remixes. Um and they did remix some tracks by many popular artists. Um, I would say Chainsmokers are probably the most notable one that they've done. Um, but this song is, uh, I think, the second single that they ever produced from 2018. It's called Serious. Uh, I hope you guys like it. I'll never kiss you with indifference. I won't hurt you like the others did. I won't lie. To save face, no, cause I won't have to All I ask you is to put one foot in front of the other And your hand in my hand Keep a light on on the mats, stand my plans I got big plans for your plans Ooh, I had a fear of us And now both my hands are up I surrender, you got my love serious Surrender, you got my love serious You're the center of my, my universe now It's all for us now 
kids with serious i love that tune uh, it's funny the album art on it when i first like came across it and i was like trying to do some research on it i'm like i'm looking at the album art. i'm like is this from a is this a movie soundtrack like the way they have it set up it just looks like you know back in the day when you had the cds and you like flipped over the back of the cd and it had like the list of the songs and all, like kind of look like one of those i'm like is this from a movie i don't want to put this on if it's from a movie <laughs> you know but anyway i uh That's i like cool. that tune it's a Good track. Hopefully you guys liked it as well. Yeah, I was feeling that one. So it started off, the lyric that they they brought in there was, I'll never kiss you with indifference. I won't hurt you like the others did. I mean, look, this is simple romantic stuff here, but Mm -hmm. I mean, that the romantic stuff really gets me, you know what I mean? So it sounds like, you know, you're starting off in a new relationship. It's like, hey, the man, look, you've been hurt before, but... I got you. It's not, this ain't going to be no indifference. It's not like, "Eh, I'm not going to be teetering. No, I'm all in. So uh, I was feeling that. I was feeling that set of lyrics right there. Um, So there was something we were talking about. So, all right, you guys are going to laugh here. So there's a pad note that was used in this song. I I don't know what else to call it. Brandon was helping me out with that. (laughs) So it starts with this, like, this high. It's like, I don't know. It it reminds me of the whimsical sound from the Frozen 2 soundtrack. (laughs) I know, I know y'all have seen <laughs> Frozen 2, right? So you have, like, she's chasing this I voice. And okay. you lying. Come on. All right. So, I haven't either. But there's, <laughs> when you do, though, and, and those that are listening, do, uh, double back, listen to the song again. There's this whimsical type sound, right? And it starts real high and it comes low. I mean, it, 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 it ends so low and soft and it just creates this this huge emotional piece yeah. to the song and yeah, or to, to that moment. And I was like, it's a drawn oh, out note. Oh yeah. goodness. It was, it was solid. So, uh, for those frozen two fans out there, you know what I'm talking about? Everybody else just trying to figure it out, but I like it. <laughs> downloading it. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it, it to me, it, it was sounding like a, a good, like pop track for sure. Um, I really liked all three tracks that you brought today. Uh, champagne word. Um, I downloaded all of them, so that's three new songs that I haven't Holla. added to my list, and uh, I can go back and skim through the rest of their stuff. I'm looking at his notes right now, looking over his shoulder, and it says, just kidding, next yeah. to it. So, <laughs> J-Cat. 
So, but anyway, <laughs> now it looks like I'm up to the plate. Um, so I'm gonna dial it down for my first track. Uh, this artist that I'm gonna bring to you uh, is from Dublin, believe it or not. Um, I don't know. Have we had anybody in that? Not. Didn't we have a guest bring on? Uh, All right. So Brian Wilson brought yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, okay. His artist. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's from Dublin. He's uh 28 years old. Um, he started playing guitar at 10 and writing songs at 14. Uh, his name is Dermot Kennedy, and this song is called Outnumbered. Don't tell me this is all for nothing. I can only tell you one thing On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I see everything you can be I see the beauty that you can't see On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I could have showed you all the scars at the start But that was always the most difficult part See, I'm in love with how your soul's a mix of chaos and art And how you never try to keep them apart I wrote some words and then I stared at my feet Became a coward when I needed to speak I guess love took on a different kind of meaning for me So when I go, just know it kills me to leave To all the stars that light the road Don't ever leave that girl so cold Never let me down, just lead me home don't tell me this is all for nothing I can only tell you one thing On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I see everything you can be I see the beauty that you can see On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere That's yet to depart There's still a song inside the halls in the dark I'll come for you if you just stay where you are And I'll always hold your hand in the car and There'll be days when it's difficult But I ask you to never leave behind the reciprocal We're past that Love is not designed for the cynical So we have that We can have that To all the stars that light the road Don't ever leave that girl so cold Never let me down, just leave me home Don't tell me this is all for nothing I can only tell you one thing On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere I see everything you can be I see the beauty that you can see On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere can only tell you one thing On the nights you feel outnumbered Baby, I'll be out there somewhere 
So that was Dermot Kennedy. The song is called Outnumbered. That was on his album uh, Without Fear, which came out in 2019. Um, the resemblance to Ed Sheeran is like uncanny, but his voice is a little more rustic. He has like a little more, um, what's the word, uh, rap? Raspy? Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, he, his is like a tiny bit raspier. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the format of that song, it kind of reminded me a lot of, and I noticed they do this a lot now in the um, pop country, is they, you know, they have like the harmonics, they do like their chorus, and then they kind of do this, and I wasn't even expecting it, then they do this like, it's almost like a rap, you know, he kind of was dropping some lyrics, mm-hmm. and then it goes back into the harmonics again, and um, so I thought the the format of the song just kind of reminded me a lot of that, like almost like Sam Hunt-esque type of vibe okay. to it but um i thought his the lyrics were solid i can see why you like it it's it was powerful um definitely a side step for brandon randall but i enjoyed it yeah i, I think that the the lyrics is what gets me the most for that song and it's funny because i'm not typically the one that's lyrics first i'm always sound and and the the music but those lyrics uh you know there's a lot of meaning to it to it for very sure. cool yeah very yeah, cool. the production and, and composition of this song you know, we we just joked about this. It sounds like it's right off the line of like the the pop train. You know, it was just like it's it, it's so simple and clean and tight of a production. It just sounds right when you say Esherine. I just feel like his stuff maybe overproduced. You know, for, at least for my ears, maybe it's not whatever. You know, I mean, there's a lot of fans out there and all that. Not trying to diss, but sounds like just, you are. I'm just saying, <laughs> it just sounds way super clean. If Look, it's great and everything. Um, he's toured the, the U.S. and Australia and Europe, sold out shows, been at Bonnaroo Festival, uh, Lollapalooza. He's been places. Oh, yeah. So when you said he's of, um, he's from Ireland? Uh, Dublin. Or, yeah, all right. Yeah. So Dublin, yeah, Dublin Ireland, Ireland, right? Yeah. So it's unique that these foreigners, they'll, they'll sing and you do not notice the accent. Somebody from Dublin speaking, just saying, hey, what's going on? I'm like, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, like you notice that accent. In I heard it a little bit Did when you, he was doing I, the rap, like the rap part. Okay, I heard it a little bit, but for the it's most part, I do agree. Some with of the you. vocabulary you can hear peaks of it, but it, it's yeah. the same way with you know with like the UK singers. You know, mm-hmm. you don't. It's like they lose the accent when they sing. It's kind of interesting. That's really unique that somebody can do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just um, but if you listen to the rest of that album without fear, I mean that that song that I just brought was like his single, so to speak. And then, but the rest of the album is definitely a lot of like deep get into your emotions kind of stuff. Um, if that's something you're into, but uh, moving along, my next track that I'm gonna bring to you this guy is a 28 year old from Pennsylvania. Uh, I couldn't really track down exactly the hometown, which I was kind of interested to find out, but I couldn't crack that. Um, but the song I'm bringing to you is called 
Crave for You. It's a Heartbreakers edition, and the artist is Abel Hart.
All right, so that was Abel Heart Crave for You, the Heartbreakers edition. What you guys think of that track? You already know how Champagne Shane felt about it, a.k.a. Mr. EDM. Mm. Um, yeah, Pop it was, bottles. It, <laughs> it was right on my alley. I like the um, the up-tempo uh, flow that it had. It you know, kept you wanting to move. Bounce. When he hit the high notes, um, he reminded me a lot of Nick Jonas. He like really had a high-pitched sound going there. Um, very club-esque. Um, I love the sexual content of it. Everything about it was... Legit, um, Champagne Shane gets, uh, dude, you get my vote. That's so funny that you just said that, Jonas. Because so Abel Hart was actually on a, a like a song competition show, and the Jonas Brothers were like uh, judges on the show, and he sung this song called Greenlight. Abel Hart did. Okay. The Jonas Brothers loved it so much that they actually bought the rights to the song, and now they perform the song Greenlight. By Abel Hart, and I swear I, I had no idea. I, I, I just heard it, and <laughs> that I was like, "Man, is you could have like selected anyone." Like, in my mind, for that same that that same moment where he was hitting those highs, I yeah. was thinking of Justin Timberlake. You know, early Justin Timberlake. Yeah. So same round. I can't believe pop, you just dropped you, that. You name. did, Jonas. Of all and the I, people you could have dropped, you said. And I have it here written in my notes about that fact. Well, too. that's great. That is amazing. There are a lot of layers on this song. I don't know if you guys kind of. We're picking through that. There were so there was so much going on. It was pretty busy. The tempo was right, like you said. If I mean I'm on the dance floor, I can groove. My shoulders are moving. You know, I'm bobbing, I'm weaving. Yeah, a good two, time. I white boy two step to that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very highly uh, sexualized lyrics. Um, there was so much that it makes me think that he wrote this track. You know, when he must have been dry for a few months or something like that. If you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or he had someone specific in mind, or reminiscent, very specific mm-hmm. in mind. <laughs> But uh, that was a great track. Um, I'm I'm feeling that. You said it's from PA. Watch him be from Delco right near Shane or something like that. It'd be something oh. unusual. Be his damn neighbor or something like that. But uh, so we'll have to look that up. We got we got, we, got, we got to find that out. I know. Got to dig dirt. Yeah, yeah, dig. dig but dirt. yeah, if you if you like that track, um, the original version is actually a really good one too. Uh, it's just like a slowed down version. But then also, if you like the lyrics that he gave to you on that one, I mean, a lot of his songs are right along the same benchmark there. Yeah, for all you freaks out there. Yeah. <laughs> Just play that late night. Play the slow version. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that brings me to my last track of the day. And uh, I've, I'm a little late on these guys. They've been around, I think, 2012. They kind of hit the scene. Um, but I recently discovered them and I'm just infatuated by them. Um, the song that I'm going to bring to you is called Take Me by Rufus Du Soul. Uh, this comes from the Atlas, the the album's called Atlas and it came out in 2013. And, um, they had two platinum certified albums and Atlas was one of them. The, uh, second one was called Bloom. And it's so funny because when I first found one of their songs, you know, I pretty much downloaded the whole Atlas album. And then when I went through and I looked through the rest of their stuff, I pretty much downloaded the entire Bloom album. And then when I did my research and I found out that these both albums went platinum, I was just like, it makes complete sense to me. I mean, I could, I just played it from track one all the way through and I just downloaded each one as they played and they just blew my mind. 
I just can't believe that it's been so long that they've been around and I never heard them. But I'm glad to stumble across them. And um, I'm excited to bring this track for you guys to listen to. So again, this is called Take Me by Rufus Du Soul.
this wraps up my segment that was Rufus Do Soul Take Me. Would you guys, you know, would you would you take from that? Do Rufus, I'm familiar with him a little bit, but only maybe the last year. And I've only I think sent them to Shane. I I really like their uh their live at the Joshua Tree. Now that's unique cuz they're out there in uh, Joshua Tree National Park playing live and there's fans out there grooving. That's awesome. That's really unique. A lot of zoo fans, so I'm a big zoo fan. We all are here on the show. I have some uh, some friends out in the Denver area. Ryan and Emily, shout out. Shout out to you guys, Ryan and Emily. We bought, um, they're heavy Rufus fans. But I've noticed, being deeper in now the, the zoo, the zoo nation, zoo fandom, that a lot of the fan bases overlap. Like, people are crazy about Rufus Du Soul. Uh, they went platinum on two records. On two albums, yes. The Atlas album and the Bloom album. You know what you got to do to sell... Uh, to, to hit platinum, what's you, that? You gotta sell a million records in a day and age where we're streaming. How it's do you still, still yeah, sell it's a million all records? digital? So, the so fact between that people CDs? are actually buying albums, yeah, that's pretty incredible. That blows my mind. People, all right, so their fans are diehard. I like Rufus. We bought tickets to see them at Red Rocks next year. Oh my god, right? I cannot Joe wait. Realist, uh, uh, us three, Suzanne's yeah. gonna come out. We're gonna go uh, hang out, with Ryan, Emily. We're just gonna go. It's Red Rocks, That's man. Be it's an amphitheater show, in between some some rocks, man. Yep. And 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 the dark skies in the desert. But I like Not it. Desert, but you know the Rocky Mountains. And they're your new baby right now. Yeah. I know. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I'm all about Rufus the Soul. I can't stop listening to them. I'm even playing them at work, uh, where I work at, and um, some of the people are like, "What do you? What is this? What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't care. Either listen to it, love it, like it, or shut up." <laughs> I'm all about it, man. That was a great track. Right up my alley. Makes you just want to get up and dance. If that was playing in the club, I'm all about it. Yeah. I have great song. Great song. Nice. Excellent choice, Brandon. Right? All right, Brandon. Good Thank stuff you. there. Since uh we're we're gonna do a little because this COVID edition, right? We can call it that. We're gonna do a little sidestep, a little pivot action today. We're gonna bring you something that means so much to the three of us. And uh, shout out to Joe Realist because we know this means a lot to you as well. Um, it's a it's a song from an artist that we just absolutely love from uh, circa '96. Okay, from the one, the only, Fat Boy Slim. Everybody knows him. Okay, but nobody yeah. knows. Yeah, we're going to introduce you to a track that just hits at all levels, and the, it's so timeless. The album itself, "Better Living Through Chemistry," is something spectacular. Before EDM was really cool, this DJ, Norman something or another, I don't remember his last name. If it is even Norman is his first, I don't remember, man. This is we're just shooting here. <clears throat> but this this cut, the weekend starts here, is so special. And we can't wait to vibe with you guys at the end of this this song. Feel this out. Better living through chemistry is the album, Fat Boy Slim. Let's go. Let's get it.
tell me what, what does a, this? Yeah, Look, that, he's speechless. Uh, he don't even know what to say. He's called up, choking up I'm on s- his words, I'm man. I'm still vibing, man. Dude, the 96, guys. That production and is so solid and crisp and clean. Before and just, we get more into those details, man, yeah. the story you just told us off air, you, uh, we, everyone's got to hear this. Oh, uh, yeah, it's crazy, man. It's funny. We, we've been listening to this song since we were, like, little kids or whatever, and here we are, adults now. And then I'm playing this song at work, and then this old head comes up to me, and he goes, man, I really like this song. He was like... And it's something about it sounds so familiar. And he goes, and then I kept thinking about it. And he goes, oh, man, that harmonic sound. And he goes, you know what that's from? I said, no, I have no clue. He said, it's from Black Sabbath, The Wizard. And at that time, I was like, "Uh, okay. Like, I had no clue. I, I, you know, I don't listen to Black Sabbath like that. So then when I went home that day, you know, I, I searched it and I listened to it and it blew my mind. I was like, wow, he definitely sampled this uh, harmonic sound from it. And I was just like, all these years, had no clue. Yeah, but we've been listening to it since we were kids and yeah. we had no idea that that was... Access to information was a that. whole lot different. And I love that stuff. Like when I, when I know that I've been listening to a song for so long and somebody goes, you know that's from this, right? And I'm like... What? I love digging deep and finding those samples and, you know, how, you know, new artists take those and they, they just, you know, sprinkle them into their track. And that is here such we are. A, a childhood favorite for all of us. And for the listeners, it's funny because when we decided to do this segment, we were like, OK, well, what are we going to what song are we going to choose that we can unanimously say, like, let's play this. And it took us less than five minutes to Easy. pick this song and this artist and play this track. Cause we all still listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just an absolute. We were completely track. animated in just elation and just uh, excitement when we were listening to it again, and just um, just going over all the notes and everything about this production and why we feel like it's the you know one of the greatest song, the unknown songs for those that are unfamiliar with the catalog of Fatboy Slim. Yeah. I was. I really wish that I could have been like a fly on the wall, when, you know, when they were put putting this together, because, you know, I used to dibble and dabble producing some music, and sometimes you could spend days and get nothing, and then other days you can go in there and you can just piece it together, and it just falls together like seamlessly, and you know, I feel like maybe this is kind of how that track went when Fatboy Slim was. Creating. I might need to write him and just ask him. Could you imagine this was like a throwaway track? He needed one more to complete his contract, you know, to to make this record, and he kind of just put something together I, <laughs> to fill up that floppy disk. I don't know if that disc. would make me feel better or worse uh, for my passion and love for this song, but it is an amazing song. Hope you guys are feeling that as well. All right, we're going from Fat Boy Slim to this he and she duo, simply known as Mabel and James. They're from London. I came across. I don't remember how I came across these guys. I mean, we listened to so much music, a lot of playlists, and their vibe hit me really hard. They're uh, very similar to some of the artists we dropped in the past, but they're very mysterious. I mean, Zoo has got like this mysterious vibe to them. Um, Majid Jordan, uh, Emotional Oranges, so very similar vibes. And um, they were brought together by love of writing music. They mutually enjoyed and decided to just do their own thing. You know, Shane, we're talking about this stuff. You know. Right now, doing our own Hell thing. Yeah. Here's another 
little, little fun fact. They have a guilty pleasure song of Cisco's thong song. But I mean, is that really a guilty pleasure? No. Isn't it just like, not at all? The I know. Everybody guilty loves pleasure, it. man. You just put it on any party and people are like rocking. Let me to see it. that thong. The thong, thong, thong. So their sound right here is a, a progressive synth pop, you know, with an '80s flair to it. It gives off like a chill ambiance when I listen to to the EP. The, the '80s new wave and synth pop have always been alluring for me. And so, like the TV series Stranger Things, it kind of has that vibe too, where it kind of pulls me in like an upside down world or something like that. But the EP is called Prelude, came out in 2019, and it bumps six solid ass tracks. And if you're feeling funky and want to dance, put it on. Here it is Experimental Dance Moves by Gold Fur. Let's go.
experimental dance moves. Do you feel like dancing? Such a unique sound. I was not expecting that whatsoever. That's unlike anything I've ever heard before, quite honestly. And I give them credit for that because um, the music industry or music in general is so like oversaturated. Everyone has a platform now. So music's just everywhere. And for these guys to have such a unique sound that kind of stands out, is it's hard to do. And I, I kind of, I think that's really cool. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was... um really funky, groovy, you know, had you kind of moving around a little bit in your seat, bobbing yeah. your head, you know, um, I enjoyed it. I, I yeah, like I, I would agree with you. Um, at first, like, I was definitely digging their percussions, the sounds, the clap and all that, and then the vocals came in, and I was thrown through a loop. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, wasn't necessarily my cup of tea as far as the vocal sounds, not saying the lyrics. The lyrics were good. But um, as far as like the music production and everything like that, like I was definitely digging it. I was all in. You know, I fell in love with Mabel's voice. I know you said it wasn't really your vibe, but I feel like it flowed over the track so smoothly and effortlessly. And I'm like, man, every piece of this is just it just worked without effort. And maybe it took a lot of effort for it to to feel like that. But you know, uh, for the listener, I just I don't know, man. I was grooving. I really like her voice over the whole track. I love a lot of the delayed effects, you know, and you get a lot of like the snare action and it's kind of like delayed. Um, I, I really love that effect and it just really gave me more of a, you know, a fullness mm-hmm. in the track and atmosphere to Shane, Champagne Shane over there likes. So I don't know. I'm feeling it. I'm glad you guys dig it enough to dance move, you know. Um, Absolutely. I, I wouldn't have turned it off. I wouldn't have skipped it. You know what I mean? I would have let it play and Dude, kept did on you, going. Did, is am I the only one that caught that the lyric "liberate and set me free"? Does that not like give you, like I I don't know. I could think of a thousand things that maybe they meant by that. It has a lot of meaning behind it. Goodness, what from what the people a that talk lyric. to? What a lyric, man! <laughs> "Liberate and set me free." Oh goodness, that is solid track right there. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a big sidestep here. I know you guys. I've been telling you for years. I'm big emo. I know we had lost connection during my emo years. And then, uh, you know, we've linked up in the last, I don't know, maybe uh, 10 years. Yeah. And uh, I love hitting you guys with some of this emo stuff. So this group's been around a while. So, uh, we love getting hit by it. I've <laughs> listened to uh, a lot of music from different genres and everything, but I always just come back to, to like, emo, you know, I don't know, easy core, whatever you want to call it. You know, I, we're just I feel like I genres. missed out on that genre, to be honest. Because, yeah, like, I got introduced to it later on in life, and I was like, it took me a while to kind of indulge in it and uh, respect it, but as I've listened to it more, um, I've I've gained more of an interest to it. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. So this artist has been around since the early 2000s, and that's when a lot of this emo train was happening and moving through cities. So I want to give credit to Ryan Prevost. Prevost, shout out to you. I know you're going to be listening to this episode, but he brought the use back to to the forefront of my mind. I spent some time away from them after he was uh, Burt McCracken, the the lead singer. He was on the show, The Osbournes. Uh, I, I don't know if that was an MTV or something like that. And yeah, kind of, you know, MTV. I just felt or like, VH1. you know, now I'm not interested anymore. You kind of like maybe you're doing this for fame. I don't know. Maybe he was really into Kelly Osbourne. It was a turnoff for this you. Is, yeah, I it was. You. It was just yeah. enough where I just, I went. You felt like he went so commercial. So texted me one night. He's like, yo, Kenny, did you hear the used album? I was like, nah, you know, I haven't even listened to him in a while. And then I listened to it and was like, what? And this particular track just got me immediately. 
They worked with John Feldman. He's the singer of Goldfinger and a well-known producer. He also worked with Ahana, John Feldman, uh, among any uh, I don't know a number of, of bands. Back when Story of the Year was popular, if you guys remember their album, I think it was called Page Avenue. John Feldman, I think he helped find them and bring them to the forefront, kind of like what Jonathan Davis did, and uh, you know for Limp Bizkit and, and what Limp Bizkit did for Stained. Same kind of idea. The album's called Heartwork. Came out in April. Um, it's their eighth album and second with the the producer. So the first record and this eighth record, they worked with this producer, so it f- sounds very familiar. They did this track with Mark Hoppus of Blink-182, and it came together in the studio very quickly, they said. So I'm going to jump right into this song because it is hot. It's the used song called Lighthouse. Again, Lighthouse, it takes me back to when Warp Tour was like the festival. It was more of like, uh, it, they called it, it was a tour. It's not necessarily a festival tour, so they would do multi-city. There used to be skateboarders and all kinds of things. You know, festivals today are a lot different. 
multi-artists and acts all in a three-day weekend. But this, they would travel, and you get to meet the band uh, afterwards, do autographs, I mean, photo. You could really just, you know, just be super hyped about just being, I don't know, it was great. It was always in parking lots. So this takes me back to the time that seven years straight I went to Warp Tour. And uh, something fun I wanted to introduce you about this track is the original lyric, right, for the chorus. Is I, it was, I can't be your lighthouse, right? I know, Shane, you love to sing this out loud. So it was originally mm-hmm. going to be, I can't be your lighthouse. And uh, the singer was talking about how he was reminded by his six-year-old daughter that he can be and that he is. So it's interesting that he wanted to go with the can't. Yeah, yeah. Then he changed the lyric. You know, his six year old daughter was just like, Daddy, yes, yes, you can. I mean, you know, like be positive. Doesn't you that know completely I mean? change the dynamic? Optimistic. You know? But I like it, man. Dude, what an incredible track. You had uh sent this to me a few weeks back and I haven't actually turned it off since it's it, literally my favorite track right now to listen to. Um and that's not and it's funny because that's not like my typical genre. But uh, yeah, dude, that thing is so catchy. I love the the slap bass and the drums, the harmonic, everything about it just clicks for me. It's the catchiest song I think I've ever heard. So probably my favorite track on this episode. So at least you know I know you got two more to bring, but you know even better than the ones. Did that you guys I catch that slap bass? Dude, the yes, production sir. of this song. Yes, I, I mean, did. there was a transition before the hook with the uh, the acoustic guitar. You know, just like a quick you know two notes. Two note strum there, then it goes into like this bump, this chorus, man. It just is electrifying, and then you hear the slap bass behind his his uh, high I, vocals, man. Can I just add in that uh, adding uh, Mark Hoppus from um, Plank One Eighty Two was a such a seamless vocal insert I know. on this track. Such a great point. Because, you know, if you listen to Blink songs, they both sing, right? Yes. It's Mark and what's, what's the other guy's Tom, name? Tom. Tom. The way that they go back and forth on tracks, you know, it's so seamless. And and then with Mark jumping in on on with these guys, it was almost the same chemistry. And I thought it was flawless. And it was a great job. And, yeah, I'm all in. That's a great point, man. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm glad you guys dig it. Trying to get you guys more into this, this emo scene. Uh, a lot of great artists. Um, I'll peep that album, yo. Yeah, do it. it. It may be a little out of your realm, but um, you might find some other tracks you can vibe to. If not, their catalog has plenty. We'll talk about that off air. So, oh uh, yes, the catalog. I know the catalog. <laughs> word catalog, discography, however you want to say it. But I love using the word catalog. You love that term. I know. <laughs> All right, my third and final artist. She isn't uh, an underground artist by any means. Her name I'm probably going to chop up is Janae Iko. Um, I found her, I don't know, again, by accident. I think a lot of it was led, how I maybe came to discover her was your Alina Baraz. Yes. Uh, vocalist and artist who you've brought on the show before. But, I mean, you've sent it to her, and then it was like at a moment where I'm like, you know, I want more of this R&B yeah. sound, you, you know, this female Well, and, and you also enjoy, uh, what's her name, Chris, uh, Audio? Oh, Claudia. Sabrina Claudio. S- Sabrina Claudio. Yeah, yeah I really, uh, yeah. But all that has come So take those two, and yeah, that's how you kind of get it. all started with mm-hmm. what you and sent you me. Google okay. image, and I wanted more of this. And then you saw <laughs> this chick, and you're like, well, I guess she makes music too. No, it was more like if you like <laughs> these artists, you would like her too. <laughs> so she's um, she was a backup dancer for the boy group B2K uh, in the past before she became her own artist. Uh, she's worked 
with a producer, No ID, and No ID uh, has been around the game for a while. He's worked with Jay Z, Kanye, Logic. Um, uh, so Logic apparently came out with his last album, his retirement album, with No ID, and said, you know, yeah, put that in quotes, retirement. Yeah, yeah I know, that, I know. That's what all the fans are saying. But you know, thank you for Joe Realist for bringing Logic to the forefront. Uh, I really like his work, Baltimore native there. But she, uh, she's really unique. Um, she's very creative. She uses uh, singing. They're called singing bowls. I don't know. There's these bowls you kind of rub like a tool around them, and they make like these noises. And she's all about like harmony and peace, and like you know, just uh, like a state of nirvana or something like that. So her whole vibe is that way. This track, uh, Sativa, it features Sway Lee. You know, he's he's oh, so good. As, I, l- I like Sway Lee. He's so good as just like a little added piece. He just has a voice that just is very appealing. And, you know, it's like an Akon or like a... Um, oh, yeah. Akon's a good support artist. Right, exactly. Supporting actor, actress type role. So uh, what you'll find with this album, the album's um, trip, it aims to translate the hallucinogenic highs of weed, LSD, and shrooms into sound. Very unique. The album cover even feels like that. Like you have a black light and you're just tripping. I don't know. Psychedelic? Very psychedelic. So she succeeded admirably. Check it out. Here's Janae Aiko and Sativa featuring Suede Lee. Why you make it so complicated? Off the drain, we concentrated. I know you won't leave me hanging. Smoking weed out the container. We spend cash for entertainment. There's more where that came from, that's all I'm saying. It's me and you, and we making arrangements. It's you and me, and we making arrangements. Is it hot in here, or is it just me? I'm so high in here, been smoking on this weed Told him go and take a shot on three Told him drinks is on me Yeah, the drinks are on me I said now go and take a shot on me Only drug a bitch is on is the tree But I last ten rounds like a freak, like a G Complicated. 
Janae Aiko with Sativa featuring Sway Lee. Smooth. I wish this song would have came out like 12 years ago when I was smoking pot. Because I definitely would have been all Definitely has those vibes. I wouldn't know what that's like. And even still now, like I don't smoke pot, but I love this song a lot. It's a great track. I love uh, this, you know, Sway Lee on it is like a great icing, you know, cherry on top or whatever. It's a nice touch. Um, between the two of them, the chemistry is flawless. Um, she's very seductive and, um, sensual voice. Yeah. Really brings you into the track. I love everything about this track from the lyrics, the vocals, the sound, the production, everything about it. I love it. I'm all in. Can you hear yeah. my sweat rag over there? Yeah, I'm still give me, sweating. Give me this some more of hot, it. Man. <laughs> I think it was like, it was a great track. I think it was generic in terms of, it reminded me a lot of like typical R&B. Like I don't think there was anything special about it in terms of like what you would normally hear like in an R&B type of soundtrack, but I think overall 
it was a good song because she does have a good voice. I like the lyrical content. And then, like uh, Brandon Random said, the Sway Lee touch was nice. So, I mean, I, it was a good track. Like, it's downloadable, something you can play mm. and listen to. And it's easy not think listening. twice about it. She's got a lot of stuff that sounds very similar. So it's not like, oh, wow. That was made to be a single, and it don't sound like anything else on the on the album. It's not like that. She's she's pretty Stays smooth in that and sensual. Lane. Yeah, she does. It's yeah. great. And you guys hear those uh, little singing bowls or whatever at the end of that yeah, track. They almost sound yeah, like chimes yeah. or something like that. It's very unique. Mm-hmm. So I watched a video of her, you know, using them. It was during some interview or something like that. She was showing them out. How so that's all that. uh, that's unique. actually her mm-hmm. making those sounds yeah. with these. Bowls? These bowls, yeah. Oh, okay. It's crazy. We'll so that's similar when you're doing like the wine glasses. When you're <laughs> with a wet going, finger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do that with my girls all the time. And they're like, oh. <laughs> that's fun. All right, man. But look, that wraps up the show here. That went fast. The COVID edition. It went fast. It was, it was so good. Uh love all the music on here. But I don't know. Maybe that's a standard for me, really. Love the stuff that we vibe to. If you want to be a guest on the show, hit us up on Facebook. We'd love to have you on here. Absolutely. And uh, we're playing right now. The weekend starts here in my mind, so I can, I'm can. i going to leave you guys with this little outro, mm. this nice little beat here to bring it back all around. Thanks for listening. All right, guys. See you on the next one.